Welcome to a tale of sorting and Dreamcast, where we talk about our favorite books and how we would bring them to life on the big screen. Hello guys, welcome back to a tale of sorting and Dreamcast. My name's Lindsay. I'm Bridget. And yep. <laughs> We're here. We're here. Uh, this week we will be doing Red Right. Oh god damn it, I knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> Red, white, and royal blue. <laughs> It's a freaking <laughs> mouthful. But yeah, I'm super excited for this one. It's kind of our first like real world one. Yeah. In contemporary there you straight go. up romance. I mean not straight at all. In <clears throat> least. <laughs> no straightness in this episode. <laughs> uh, but yes. So today's opening question. Bridget wanted to talk about tattoos. <laughs> yes. Why is that, Bridget? Well, how many tattoos do you have? I have 10, but mm -hmm. I mean, it sounds like a lot, which I mean, I guess it is, but my biggest Little one thing. is on my foot and then the rest of them are pretty small other than like the, I have a Coke can on my arm that's from um, the Raven Boys. It's mm -hmm. uh, like a, it's based off of Adam Parrish. The tattoo artist had like made a whole Adam Parrish uh, flash sheet and I was like, oh my God, I love it. So <laughs> I got it. And that's probably like my second biggest one. And then after that, all of them are pretty small. They're like the size of a quarter, if not mm -hmm. like a little bit bigger. Like three or four inches. You have so. so many I can't even like think yeah. of. Yeah. I have one on my foot, um, on both sides of my on both ankles, I have one on either side. Um, my left one I have two. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> the one on my wrist, seven, the coke, eight, um, nine mm -hmm. on and ten on the both back of my arms. And that's all of mm -hmm. them. So I have ten. I have zero. Yes. <laughs> Tomorrow I'll have one. Yes. Yay. And we're getting matching tattoos. I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. Bridget, talented drawer that she is, uh, drew the kind of like the night court um, sigil, right? Like the three mountains and the three. Yeah, the mountain peaks and then the yeah. three stars. Yes, but she drew it because we couldn't find one that we really liked on the internet. So she we found like little bits of a lot of them, but yeah. none of them that were like combined. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to put it together. Right. <laughs> But yes, we're getting them, and I already know where I'm going to get it. It's going to go right next to my Coke can mm -hmm. on my forearm. I'm so excited. Right above the crease. Yes, right above the yeah. elbow crease. Mine will be on the opposite arm. Yes. I'm excited. But Me too. I'll, even though I have no tattoos, I have so many plans in my brain. Like, I want right. Elvish on my right arm. I want, like, a Harry Potter tattoo. Mm -hmm. I've wanted a Harry Potter tattoo, but I want that to be, like, a big one, and I right. want that up on my upper sleeve, but... So we have our yeah. other buddy tattoo that we're supposed to get with Jane, too. That's, like, the Raven Boys one. Another Raven Boys oh, one. Yeah. Um, I have all the placements right? planned. I just haven't ever. And now I'm, like, yeah. And I'm super I'm excited because I found this really cute tattoo shop that we're going to go to. And it's um owned by women and ran by women. And all Ooh. the tattoo artists are women. That makes super me so excited. happy because I'm, like, I don't want this, like, big bulking guy tattooing right. me. What's right. this about? Exactly. <laughs> That's why, like, when I found this one, I was, like, oh, no, it has to be this one. Mm -hmm. And then when I was filling out the sheet, they asked me, like, three days that were available. And <laughs> when I finally got the message from them, they're, like, oh, I can do Sunday. And I was, like, okay. Yay. <laughs> I think I'm so excited. I'm excited. I've never had one done before, so it should be an interesting sensation. Nobody right. knows about it except the two of us, and then I'm just going to... Super excited. Yeah. Yeah, my family went camping, so I'm home alone, so I'm, <laughs> they're going to come back and be like, what the fuck's that on your arm? <laughs> it's it's like, every time I see you, I'll just like look, and I'm like, what, when did you get that? <laughs> oh, I got it Friday yeah. the 13th. I'm like, yeah. I, I was <laughs> just going to say, a lot of mine are Friday the 13th ones. <laughs> so shall we get started? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> I'm excited. I'm so excited. 
Yes, yes. Here we go. <laughs> so, Red, White, and Royal Blue, written by Casey McQuiston. Yes. McQuiston. Um, it's pretty much Chasing Liberty meets What a Girl Wants, okay. but make it gay with a little bit of scandal. Yeah. The TV show Scandal. Yes. Right. <laughs> so and true. I remember I saw this book like everywhere on Book Talk and BookTube. So that's like what drew me. And then also it still kind of is. It's kind of like yeah. one of the little, like the little littler ones on. Everyone's like fucking read it. Everyone just on, like chucks it everyone's yeah, face on, on like <laughs> book talks, like top ten books. It's like number nine. Mm-hmm. I kept seeing mentioned. the quotes, like it was quoted all the time, and it seemed like fucking hilarious, which it absolutely is. Like reading right. this book so many times, I full on laughed out loud reading it, which it's doesn't hilarious. happen a lot. So it was a good refreshing book to read honestly and i read it around valentine's day so it was pretty darn cute i started it in early february and i was like this is perfect (laughs) okay let's get into it so it starts out with the introduction of the main character alex and we're in his perspective throughout the whole book Uh, he is the first son of the lady president of the united states he is currently living in the white house while he is finishing up his political science degree at school Alex is pretty much the golden boy of the USA and along with his older sister, June, and his ex-girlfriend, now best friend, Nora, the three of them make up the White House trio. So, should Should we we get started with those guys? Okay. (laughs) Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? You go first. Okay. So, starting with Alex, it's going to be hard because I put, I did character pages for this one because I was so excited and uh, my Henry is on, like, the page is only Alex and Henry, but... My Alex is Diego Tinoco. He is from On My Block on Netflix. I absolutely adore him. So I was super excited. So there he is. He's this one. And then this one. Oh, what a cutie. Right? I love him so much. And then, oh, yeah. Do we want to go character by character? Oh, okay. So who's your Alex? So his name is Michael Simonio. Michael Simonio. He's in Love, Victor. I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> Look I kinda, at him. I kind of saw him all over the internet, and I was like, oh, my God, he. this is the one I told you about. I was, yes. He's I was so like, I cute. saw him on the internet, and I was like, I know she's going to cast and him. I watched, because I, I love Love, Simon so much. Yeah. So when I was like, there's going to be a TV show, I watched it, and it, it was okay, but I loved the main actor. Mm-hmm. So he was like in my brain, and then not too long after I read Red, White, and Royal Blue... So and like I just perfect. pictured him. I'm like, he's fucking perfect. He's right. the perfect age. Look at him. I know. My I saw him on the internet. Like, that's like the internet's Alex. Like, yeah. everyone wants him. And I was like, oh my god, he's perfect. And then I saw what he was in, and I was like, Bridget's gonna cast him. He's in. He's in love, Victor. Like she's seen the Bridget's show. Bridget's gonna it's cast happening. him. I'm so excited. It was him, like on the internet that I saw, and then also um, Tyler Posey. And right. I was just I like, saw this Tyler is a Posey a lot. Choice. And I was like, so I, was like mm, mm, I don't know. Yeah. I was like, not about this. But yeah. This I mean, no, cutie. we love Tyler Posey. Don't get us wrong. Mm-hmm. But he just, he's not. No. He's not the vibe. <laughs> Does not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So who is your um, June sister? Uh, I'm so excited. I love her too. Her name is Isabella Gomez and she is from One Day at a Time. And she's right there. Oh, you yes. love that show. I, uh, yes. I almost, I wanted the brother to be Alex, but he's a little too young. I think he's still only like 18 or 19, mm, so I was just like, it's a bit weird. well, it's fine. <laughs> so I just went with my other favorite Netflix show on my block <laughs> and chose Diego, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, this was the, I was kind of telling you about, there was, <laughs> when I was looking her up, 
um, because I had just searched Diego, there was something popped up and was like, are they dating? And I was like, oh, oh no, no. Like, how weird would it be <laughs> if I wanted to cast them as brother and sister and they had dated before? I mean, I guess that's not too weird. Yeah. There's I Dexter. Think... They're like brother and sister. And oh, I've never seen they it. They got married in real life. Oh. Although they're adopted brother and sister, but eh, eh tangent. Okay. <laughs> okay. I casted Camila Mendez. She's in Riverdale. Ooh. And yeah. I've never seen Riverdale. But that's she okay. okay. She could fit you, the bill. you don't have to see Riverdale. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I watch it, but it's like a guilty pleasure. It's right. absolute trash. But my friend Kim it. just started it. She she has high hopes. Yeah, I like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I also noticed that uh, they mine have thick eyebrows. This <laughs> is like I I casted a lot of people with some thick it, eyebrows. It's about the eyebrows. It, it really episode. is. I'm like, oh damn it. <laughs> that's quite hilarious. <laughs> okay, and then Nora. Who did you oh, cast? Oh, Nora. So, Nora, once again, I know her from a Netflix show. That's fine. Mine's a um, Netflix show, too. <laughs> so, I chose Sarah Gray. She's from The Order. She plays Alyssa Drake. And oh, I don't know The Order. Yeah. I think you'd like it. It's like werewolves and witches. But, like, oh, the yeah, way that like the it. werewolves are, mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. I was like how they did it. Because mm-hmm. it's not like your typical werewolf. It's kind of... So cool. They have to be like chosen. Yeah. I like it. It's what adorable. And like the the magic's pretty dark. So it's mm-hmm. just like, oh shit. But yes. She I really like her. She's a little edgy. And the person I really wanted was um oh what's her name? The one from Victorious. Her name's Kat in the oh. the show. I wanted her, yeah. but she's like our age. And um all of these guys, like the mm-hmm. White House trio are supposed to be like early twenties. Uh-huh. So I was like, well baby twenties. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. So mine no. Uh, Natalia Dyer, she's in Ooh. Stranger Things. <gasps> oh, yeah. I, I think love she's her. like twenty-five, like mid late twenties. Yeah. But yeah, she just—I imagine Nora to be like very petite and mm-hmm. you know, like tech-savvy hacker, like girl. And right. Like, I don't know. She just fits the vibe for me. I love it. Yeah. Hey. Okay. So we meet the White House trio. Uh, June has already graduated. But she stays in the White House for the sake of Alex to basically keep watch over him. Right. To be his mom because he's too busy running the country. And Alex is absolutely chaotic. (laughs) How many people are watching this boy? Honestly. So many. And they're all women watching him. And yet still he manages to have a secret relationship. Damn. Okay. It's so funny. I love him. Okay. So the three of them love, like their favorite pastime is to look through tabloids about themselves and... Read articles. Uh, I think it's June or it's Nora. One of them reads fan fiction about them. Oh, God, it's so funny. Probably both, honestly. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, and they also fuck with the media whenever they can. Uh, while talking with June and Nora, Alex is reminded that they are attending the royal wedding in England that upcoming weekend. Oh, that's right. How do you just casually forget that? Right. So, oh, that's this weekend? Like, yeah, they're like, hey, are you packed? And he's like, for what? And they're like, Alex. <laughs> Sweet baby child. Right. <laughs> like, I don't think he, he does not document his, like, schedule at all. Oh, everyone, of not. Everyone wants to do that for him. <laughs> so he is annoyed because that means he's going to have to be in the presence of the supposedly stuck up slash no personality arch nemesis Prince Henry. Enemies to numbers, but in the most pure way. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I'll just read this and then we can cast Henry. For sure. So while recalling his hatred for Henry, Alex remembers how when he was 12, he found a magazine with Henry in it and was absolutely obsessed with this photo of him. 
Throughout the years, as his mother climbed the political ranks, he tried to channel Henry's easy confidence that he thought that he had in the picture that he obsessed over. He was constantly compared to him in the tabloids, which I think it's just because of their age is so close mm-hmm. together. So that started to kind of piss him off that everyone's yeah. comparing him to this like godly being in his brain. Right. Um, like Alex, a literal prince. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Alex essentially put Henry up on this pedestal of perfection until he actually meets him in person. And their meeting is very cold and indifferent from Henry's side. Because yes. it was at the Rio Olympics, Olympics yeah. I believe. And his mom wasn't the president at that time. No. Uh, but, like, he's just shy. Like, oh my God. Honestly. Uh, and he just, he's such, okay, we're going to get into the sorting. I mean, they, it's canal. I was going to say, they talk about yeah. it in the book. So it's like, yeah, eh, he's, he's spoilers. a Gryffindor. Yes. And we hold grudges, like, 100%. Anytime someone has deeply offended me, it's in my brain. Oh. And I will hold that I against know. them. <laughs> so he he does that. And like when I think they met when they were 16 or something, but yeah. Okay, so Henry? <laughs> Prince Henry. <laughs> okay. You go. Prince Henry was so goddamn hard for me because I wanted someone who was like a puppy because Henry is like purely like mm-hmm. is so sweet and so adorable, but I couldn't find anybody that like really fit the bill. And then I found Douglas Booth, mm-hmm. who, and he is, he, it's kind of funny. He was Mr. Bingley in Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he's in Absolute a Netflix puppy. movie called The Dirt, and he was actually in that movie that we all probably try to forget about, but Jupiter Ascending with oh Mila Kunis. He was in that one with Eddie wow, Redmayne. Wow, I forgot about that movie. Right? I was going through his IMBD and it popped up and I was like, oh, that's right. That was a thing. But yeah, I kind of like him because he does look, um... He looks a little bit more posh, like a little bit more stuck up. And I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of perfect because that's how we're supposed to like perceive him in the posh. beginning. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it'd be kind of cute. It's like this like beautiful, beautiful <laughs> man. It's just like, oh, I can't go up to him. Like, oh, God, no. And then later on, you find out he just has a heart. Oh, yeah. He looks like a sweetie. And just like a big nerd. Yes. He looks very tall. Yes. Very British. Very also, British. thick eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Mine has eyebrows too. <laughs> Excellent. So mine, honestly, I would like, I wouldn't mind if it was a unknown actor playing yeah. henry uh but i just settled on kj appa oh he is also in riverdale say, yeah <laughs> whoops <laughs> he's uh, um he's also no he's from new zealand oh okay uh so i mean the accents are i imagine close. him being blonde though right yeah i'm pretty sure henry's described as blonde yes uh yeah he has eyebrows look at them right look at those eyebrows thick eyebrows yeah <laughs> kj appa <laughs> i love it <laughs> Okay. Oh, man. So. Oh, wait. I did have like a, since like it's Dreamcast, like my dream, 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 but obviously he's way too old now. Mm-hmm. But do you remember the movie, um, The Prince and I? Or. Yeah. The Prince and Me. It's yes. from 2004. Yeah. His name is Luke Malbeam. Like the prince in that, like that's how I expected oh, like Henry to yeah. be. Like how he's like super sweet and like super shy and is like, everyone only likes me because I'm a prince. And then, but like you really find out that he has a heart of gold. <laughs> like if I could pull him from that movie and put him in this one, it'd be perfect. So it's Chase and Liberty meets What a Girl Wants meets, meets Scandal meets... Me and the prince. <laughs> the prince and I. Are the prince and me? Prince and I, I think? Prince and prince me. And, prince and me. With Julia Stiles. Okay. 2004. Yes. I just remember the poster where she's in that pink dress. Yes, and, and she's sitting on the chair, yeah. and he's, like, leaning up behind her. Oh. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> okay. At the wedding, Alex is once again obsessing over Henry and just watching him like a goddamn hawk. Uh, he gets champagne drunk, 
happens. God, yeah. I hate champagne. Especially for that exact reason. (laughs) Uh, Alex observes that Henry is too perfect and decides that he must insult him. They end up in a... As a Gryffindor uh, does. In a rom-com classic argument and they fall into the very expensive cake, sending the press into a frenzy. Like, the second the cake was mentioned, I was like, I know exactly where this is going. (laughs) Like, it's $75,000 cake. This beautiful, like, multi-towered masterpiece. And I was like, it's going to fall. Like, here it goes. (laughs) Yep, I was like, this is it. I know exactly how this goes. Yeah, I have such a clear image of that scene in my brain. And that was the first time he heard Henry cuss. Right. He's just like, Jesus fucking Christ. And he's just like, oh my God, he cusses. Right. (laughs) And it was so sad because I just remember Henry's like, what do you want? Like, just so done just with the world. Get out like, of my face. Please don't. And when you please learn why don't. he's like yeah. this later on, it's just like, ow. <laughs> my heart. Ping. You're like, God damn it. Like, reading through this when I was doing the summary, I was just like, ow. Oh, my God. Alex is being reprimanded by his mother, President Ellen, hmm. and the only queen that matters here in this book. The mom? Yes. She's oh. the only one that matters. I love her. And also her chief of staff, Zara. Hmm. <laughs> Lots of ladies in power. We love to see it here. They show him how the media is taking their fight to mirror the bad relations between the U.S. and the royal family. Mm-hmm. So they form a plan to have Alex go on a friendship tour with Henry. And Alex is given <laughs> this friendship study guide with like all the facts oh, about right. Henry. <laughs> Uh, which is all false, like all right. like oh his favorite. I thought blah, it was blah, like blah. playing cards. It made me laugh. <laughs> like height, favorite color, favorite I just drink. I love how every like, time there's court. an incident, the mom is just like PowerPoint, right? Flashcards, <laughs> study guide. Like she's been preparing for this. Yeah. Like, it's the only way she knows how to like handle things. I love her. Like planning everything out and being like, this is it. Yeah. So um, there's this kind of fake dating trope, but not really. It's more so a fake friendship. Excellent. It's begun. Uh, yeah, do you want to... The plot thickens. Oh, the mom? Yeah. Yee, yes. So, oh, man. This came so easily to me, and mm-hmm. I love her so much. But my Evelyn Claremont is Connie Britton. She's from Friday Night Lights and Nashville. In Friday Night Lights, she plays the coach's mom. Oh, like, she's an American she's... Horror Story. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was in that, too. Nice. I just didn't watch it, so I didn't add it. Our <laughs> opposing, like, what we want. <laughs> right, Friday Night American Lights. Horror Story. <laughs> But yes, yeah, she's she, awesome. Um, I don't know if she's actually from Texas, but in Friday Night Lights, they are also in Texas. Mm-hmm. So she's got like the whole Texas like accent Texas down. Twang. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's just, oh man, as soon as I like thought of her, like the moments that she has in Friday Night Lights are very, very close to like the sit down and shut up moments that she has in this book. And mm-hmm. I was like, she's perfect. Aww. I love her. Yay. <laughs> I casted, she is not American. She's actually British, Ooh. but Naomi Scott. Ooh. Yeah. Aw, King she Kong. Just, Yes, King Kong. Yes. Um, one of our favorite movies. <laughs> and then Zara. Oh, Zara. Zara. You're going to love this one. Okay. I'm sorry, well. <laughs> My Zara. I'm not sure. I can't remember how she's described in the book, but when I was like doing internet research, a lot of people put her as like tanner skin or mm-hmm. like black. Mm-hmm. So I kind of went down that road and I fell in love with I it. I mean, no white girl's going to have the name Zara. <laughs> right, right. But I wasn't sure if she was supposed to be more like Indian mm-hmm. or like. I, I went know. Indian. So. Oh, okay. I chose Freema Eggman, who is in Doctor Who. Oh, I was like, Doctor Who? <laughs> yes. And New Amsterdam, which is like the newest oh, show. So there she is right there. Yes. But yes. I love her. I'd be afraid of her. Right? Mm-hmm. I just try to picture, like, who would be, like, walk in a room, see Alex and Henry naked, and just be like, I don't want to know, and then walk right back out. 
<laughs> I don't want to know. Like, I don't want to know. No, if don't I don't me. see it, it's not happening. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I didn't see nothing. I'm walking out. No. Oh and then God. turning around and being like, sit down, shut up. We're talking about this right now. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Uh, so um, I casted Priyanka Chopra. Ooh, Nick Jonas's wife. Yeah. <laughs> Before that, she right. was an actress. Yes. I mean, she's still an actress. But yes, she just fits. She fits does. Mm-hmm. Oh, ooh. Ooh, she'd be good. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> like, She's also very tall. Right. Or is he just very short, her husband? I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but in, in my both. mind, I imagine her, like, wearing heels. Right. Suited up. Yeah, if she walked into, like, an office room and, like, threw down some files on a table, I'd be terrified. So Yeah. Yes. Good she choice. would instill fear in the heart of men instantly. Okay, so Alex travels back to London and stays in the Kensington Palace in the guest quarters. Uh, late at night, he bumps into Henry in his pajamas, and Alex observes that he looks alarmingly human. <laughs> uh, and he, what, what is he sneaking in there for? Cornettos, the ice yeah. cream? Yeah. He just like walks in and he sees Alex. He's like, uh, Cornettos. And Alex like, is like, what? He like short circuits. <laughs> yes. Alex makes him short circuit all the time. Oh. Okay, so... Their friendship tour begins, and the pair end up at a children's hospital, where Alex is surprised to see Henry being genuine when he discusses Star Wars with a little girl. When a loud sound goes off, the two of them are shoved into a broom closet. Because they think it's a gunshot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. While in the enclosed space, Alex learns that Henry is... He learns multiple things about Henry. So (laughs) he learns that Henry is feisty. He's very intelligent, he's a whole-ass nerd, and he genuinely cares for other people. Alex confronts him about how... Okay, so he observes something and then immediately insults him or confronts him. Like, this is their friendship dynamic right now. Honestly. So Alex confronts him about how rude Henry was to him when they first met at the Olympics, back when they were teenagers. (laughs) Grudge of, like, how many years? Ten years or so? Probably six years. Okay. So Henry apologizes and mentions that he was still recovering from the death of his father at that time. The two of them argue about their favorite Star Wars movies. (laughs) Henry has chosen Return of the Jedi, wholesome being that he is. Honestly. Needs it wrapped up in a perfect bow, like the ending. Okay. And then Alex chooses Empire Strikes Back, the superior choice. (laughs) Which I just love how he's like, well, you're wrong. And it's like, (laughs) there is no wrong or right to what a person's favorite movie is. false right he was like i mean you're wrong so Mm -hmm. and then they also debate the relevancy of ewoks so alex puts his number into henry's phone and tells him no booty calls and once again henry short circuits he's like uh which is just so funny because there's multiple uh, little moments like this where alex will see it he's like i grab his phone from him and he kind of like oh like he like freezes up he freezes and like (laughs) Like color rushes to his cheeks and Alex is like God why is this guy so what weird and it's reaction? like Alex he's in love with you <laughs> like, you fucking idiot <laughs> like I remember I was driving I think I was driving to you it was the night we watched um, Pride and Prejudice that you were house sitting your sister's house and I was driving to you while I was listening to this part I just remember like driving and I was like he loves you you fucking idiot <laughs> like Alex I was like I just want to grab him and like shake him like come mm. on this is like textbook crush action like come on it was adorable. He's not observant. No, I would not never. at all. Mm-hmm. Gryffindor. Gosh. I love him so much. <laughs> My son. <laughs> but so also cute. me. <laughs> okay, so back in the U.S., Alex goes to visit his mentor, Raphael Luna, 
mm-hmm. who is a senator from the Independent Party and his father's protege. Prodigy? Protege. Protege. Well, both. I think mm-hmm. one of them's like the, mm, like mm. the caramel, and then one of them's caramel. Caramel, caramel. Protege, yes. part of protege. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So Alex keeps an eye on President Ellen's opponent in the upcoming election and ends up getting a job on his mother's campaign. Yeah. Uh, he ultimately wants to follow his parents' footsteps while his sister wants to forego the political re- career entirely and focus on being a journalist. And during this time, Alex is constantly, constantly texting Henry and developing a friendship over their witty banter. It's flirting. All right. Uh, <laughs> Alex. He's like, we talk to each other every second of every day. And I was like, because you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex, my favorite. Part. I mean, multiple favorite parts, but right. Alex calls Henry a Hufflepuff ass bitch, Excuse and Nora, Nora notes that uh, he's always stupidly smiling at his phone and wants to know like who the fuck he is talking to. Right, and it's adorable. And Alex is like yeah, Henry, but like there's, I just it's like I'm just looking at my phone. The fact <laughs> that this boy cannot compute what is happening, I'm just like, sir, mm-hmm. sir. <laughs> and Nora's just like, I know everything, so here we go. Yes, like she's the... very. <laughs> oh, she's quiet, man. but she sees ev- everything. I love how like Alex is your son and Henry is mine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is straight up our children. <laughs> I would have uh, the Hufflepuff oh, son, God. of course. Uh, I love it. But when he calls him a Hufflepuff ass bitch, it's because they, like, send photos back and forth. And he shows a picture of his, I think it's his dog. And he's wearing, um, his name, David. Yes. Bowie. He's wearing a Slytherin scarf. And he's just like, excuse me? Like, why? He's like, no, my pet is a Slytherin. He's like, oh, yeah, because you're a fucking Hufflepuff. Like, right. <laughs> like why are you wearing? Exactly. I love it. Okay. Uh, I, I kind of jumped love, over him. Because a Hufflepuff would sort their animals. <laughs> Yeah. And buy them, like, stuff to mm-hmm. dress them up in as their house. Uh, I kind of jumped over him, but Raphael Luna. Oh, yes. Ooh, I'm excited. So, my Raphael Luna. Oh, jumbled that name. <laughs> uh, his name is Adam Rodriguez, and he's in CIS Miami. He's in Criminal Minds, and I kind of forgot, but he's also in Magic Mike. <laughs> this is him. Oh, when you said Magic Mike, I knew instantly. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I've never seen Magic Mike, but oh, yeah. Yeah. So I watched the crap of Criminal Minds in CSI Miami, and that's how I know him. So, mm-hmm. yes, I absolutely love him. Adam Rodriguez. <clears throat> Mine. Oh. Oscar Isaac. <laughs> He's going to pop in here eventually. I know. I know. He was just... Because the dad's name is Oscar, right? But then his... This guy, his name is Rafael Luna. So I kept mixing them up throughout the reading, but ah. I barely, like, clearly pictured him more solidly. So what's funny is I almost casted him for the dad because mm-hmm. i was like this bitch has thick eyebrows too <laughs> <laughs> but like um when i chose when i chose connie for ellen i was like oh like she's not that nothing's wrong with this but mm-hmm. she's just a little bit older than he is so i was just like i kind of wanted someone that would match them yeah and then yeah i almost went with him but i feel like when we're Hopefully doing not. this like when we're <laughs> casting i feel like it's like playing cards and you have to like pick and choose when you play the card because yeah. i'm just like well like, i, I could, could save this one for another exactly we could, like, we've already I done could it could play like oscar isaac now or i could save him for something that he's perfect he'll for. come back because we right. love oscar <laughs> it's very true like there's some actors like pretty much any time that there is like a young black man i'm like john boyega and then I have to stop myself and be like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> You've already chosen him. Stop and think about something else. But I'm like, okay, 
but John Boyega. <laughs> <laughs> that part. The part in your brain is just always whispering John Boyega. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because I love him. Of course. Rightly so. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so texting turns into emails. Iconic lines ensue, such as, You are the thistle and the tender and sensitive arse crack of my life. <laughs> Henry to Alex. You're scum between my toes. Uh, <laughs> I love the alfalfa. I love the emails, right? And the Which is really funny so though, because way before it happened, I was like, "Oh no! Like, why'd you guys start emailing?" That's the first thing that gets hacked because I also watch Scandal a lot. Uh-huh. So I was like, "It's um, gonna happen." Yeah, I was like, "This is mm. spoilers." But she was like setting it up. So come Thanksgiving time, Alex ends up having the pardoned turkeys staying in his bedroom with him. <laughs> That's right. But he underestimates how absolutely terrifying turkeys are and how fucking huge they are. And he's in like some random hotel room, isn't he? No, because they were going to put them in a hotel room. And he's just like, no, that's like a ridiculous expense. Blah, blah, blah. He's very upset about it. To prove a point, as Gryffindors fucking do, he's like, just put them in my bedroom. So they're in the bedroom with him. And then he's fucking traumatized. (laughs) Poor boy. Uh, He also names them. Oh, my God. (laughs) Cornbread and stuffing. And I sorted them. They are Slytherins for the amount of fear that they put into Alex. That's very Mm -hmm. true. Uh, Alex texts Henry and notices how the time difference never seems to be an issue in their communication because they're always awake at odd hours of the night. He also wonders why Henry never replies to his selfies that he sends him when he's in his bed. Like, he'll just send random selfies of him lying there, like, commenting on his, his bad Because he's and stuff. dying on the other end of his phone. And he's just like, huh, why doesn't he ever reply? He'll reply to all my other photos. But when it's, like, a selfie of me on my bed, he doesn't say anything. Because he's hyperventilating. Because he's fucking short-circuiting <laughs> exactly. across the ocean. Because <laughs> he's just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. You killed him. <laughs> right? Oh, Alex. So he ends up calling Henry for the first time in an adorably awkward conversation. Mm. So the holidays are happening the night of Christmas Eve. Alex and June's dad, Oscar Diaz, comes to the White House. Their parents seem to have a generally okay relationship, but tensions are pretty high where their political careers are concerned. Oscar asks, asks Ellen if he can be involved in her re-election campaign, but Ellen says no and that it would remind the public that she is a divorced woman. Alex loses his temper, as Gryffindors do, and retreats to his room where he immediately calls Henry to help cool him down. Yeah, doesn't call... Well, he doesn't call Nora because she's celebrating yeah, Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I was like, hmm. It's just funny that, you know... And in, he's freaking out. In and your hour like, of need, need to- <laughs> who do you call? <laughs> so he calls Henry and vents to him, and they have a bonding moment over the phone, and then they don't know how to hang up because they've never spoken on the phone to each other. Like, okay, bye. Right. Bye. Did you hang up yet? No. <laughs> so cute. Oh. Adorable. <laughs> okay, so New Year's Eve comes around. The trio throw a huge party at the White House. Henry is invited and brings along his best friend, Percy, also known by Pez. Yay! I love that nickname. Right. Who absolutely has a crush on June. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Every like, second of Henry, it, I love it. Henry is infatuated with Alex, it is known. Right. And then Pez is just obsessed with June. They're both just obsessed right. with... The- the first it's like the symbolic siblings. <laughs> siblings who are in love with the actual siblings and it's so it. freaking cute <laughs> do you want to cast pez yay so um also from on my block <laughs> i chose what's his name brett gray as pez 
and he is freaking hilarious. Oh. I absolutely adore him. <laughs> he's not Nigerian, and he's American, so uh, the accent would need a little work, but mm. he's, like, even in On My Block, he is so outrageous. It's, like, not even funny. Like, mm-hmm. there's, he talks to gnomes. He's super, like, it's, <laughs> oh, and then I watched Very a eccentric. video. Yes, I watched a video on YouTube, and it's like there's not much acting in that role. He's very much like Whoa, he's himself. Yes, <laughs> and it, two seconds into the video, I was like, Chaos. Oh, yep, that's my pez. Chaos in a person. <laughs> yes, but also adorable. Oh, I haven't seen him in anything, but I love that when the actor doesn't really have to act; like they mm-hmm. just are the person. That's perfect casting. Nikuti Gatwa. He's Ooh. from Sex Education. If you've seen Sex Education, I you know heard. he's everything. He's iconic, outgoing, always himself. Aww. And he just, he's Pez. Yay. Pez. <laughs> Adorable. And he's British also. I nice. Or well, he has a British accent in Sex Education. So That's Pez. on my to-watch list on Netflix. <laughs> Ooh, you'll binge it. Okay, so Pez has a crush on June. Aza Butterfield is in it. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait, Aza Butterfield's in this? <laughs> No, but he's in Sex Education, right? Yes. Yes. He's the main character in Sex Education. <laughs> Sorry. No, okay. If you haven't listened to our previous episodes, Asa Butterfield makes an appearance very beautifully. We stand Asa Butterfield in this house. <laughs> Just Sorry. go listen to our Any connection to Darker Shade of Magic episode. You'll understand. <laughs> oh, let me get the giggles out. <laughs> okay. It's just going to be like a running joke don't, from now on. Don't put them in the title episode. It'll be like, is this it's a Butterfield podcast now? Yes. Oh, God. Sorry, you have to edit out so much. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. <clears throat> so, Henry and Alex spend the majority of the night together. Alex tried to teach Henry how to dance. <laughs> what was the song that danced to? The get low yes, to the window, yes. which is like a staple in millennial like childhood i remember dancing to that mm-hmm. in middle school and he is so offended with henry he's like you mean you didn't like dry hump somebody at the awkward like school dance to the song he's like you know i fucking did it right like, I'm gonna- <laughs> and he's like you really think they let the prince of england like go and dry hump somebody at a school dance oh gosh like, i love it i have such a clear image of that right. <laughs> trying to teach him how to dance not very successful. Like, just imagine, <laughs> like, a Latina boy who, like, definitely has rhythm try to teach one of the whitest men <laughs> on this goddamn planet how to dance. <laughs> Into that song, I go, gosh. So, um, Henry gets jealous when he sees Alex and Nora sloppy kiss at midnight, and he pieces out. He goes outside. Alex finds Henry outside by himself and henry tells him that if he wasn't a royal he would want to be a writer and he would also date more and Mm. alex is mega confused because he's like but you go on dates with girls and girls seem to love you right Uh, but henry tells him that he can't pursue the people he likes in his position which only confuses alex further and henry is like you're fucking stupid (laughs) so makes henry kiss his stupid face (laughs) like grabs his face and just smacks him i mean with his lips (laughs) <laughs> i mean you know and then he the ki- the kiss like gets deeper henry short Alex circuits act- and like, like actually kisses back yeah he, he kisses him back yeah. he's like oh this feels different than other kisses and then henry short circuits the once again doors open and he's like oh shit i goodbye and <laughs> henry runs away as a pure hufflepuff would <laughs> like oh gotta go and henry's just stand or henry uh alex is standing there he's like oh he's oh like, did, did we just 
oh shit <laughs> oh shit <laughs> so henry freaks out and pieces out back to the uk and essentially ghosts alex alex will not stop thinking about the kiss and he ponders his sexuality for a bit <laughs> uh, recalling times back in high school when he would hook up with his best friend liam i mean right <laughs> like he's like oh well i did make out with my best friend a lot i would sneak into liam's bedroom and we would touch ourselves and then touch each other and i was like alex (laughs) that's not a straight thing to do (laughs) like i get exploring and like trying things out but it's like if if you enjoyed it and you did it more than once alex how did your brain never compute he's not a ravenclaw he's really not no oh buffy okay so it's fine he found his way (laughs) He discusses all of this with Nora, who identifies as bisexual, Mm -hmm. and she reminds him that bisexuality is a thing. Right. She's like, it's a thing. You don't have to like one. Yes. Yeah, that was something that kind of made me laugh, because he was like, there's either gay or straight, and Nora's like, no. (laughs) He's like, well, there's times when I look at a guy, and I'm like, oh, he's attractive. But then other times I look at a girl, I'm like, she's attractive, too. It's like, I mean... Right. Come on. Like, Laura's like, hello. I mean, there's an umbrella with all these, you know, it goes right. off a bit, but if, come on. Like, it's just, Alex. It's, it's so funny how everything has to be like black or white with him. He's a Gryffindor. It's black oh. or white. There's no gray area with us. I mean, ridiculous. Uh, oh, man. God, our And poor. there's Hufflepuffs. Everything is gray. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> I don't understand. Everything's either gray or pastel. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> or rose gold tinted. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <clears throat> so Nora proceeds to tell him that he has a type of, of infatuation on par with Draco's level of, of obsession with Harry Potter. He has that with Henry since mm-hmm. he's been about 12 years old. Uh, Henry is also probably freaking the fuck out right now, which is why he's ghosted Alex. Yeah. Uh, Alex later contacts Liam who he hasn't spoken to in years, to try and help him figure out more about his sexuality. <laughs> like, okay, Alex. I thought uh, it was, that was adorable and heartbreaking because yeah. I remember Liam being like, I wish you would have fucking figured this out like 10 years ago, you he's dipshit. Like, well, I'm gay. <laughs> right. I thought that was obvious. Right. But he's like, I don't know yeah. like what you're trying to do he's yeah. like, or what you're trying to figure out. But I do love like how like understanding he is. And yeah. he's not like he's... I love he could have been like so, you know. Right, he could have been like pissed and like hung mm-hmm. up and just like left him high and dry. But Rightly he's like, so. yeah, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, like I, I get it. Let me help you a bit. Yeah, but also figure your shit out because right. I can't tell you what you are. Like, exactly. You have to figure it out for yourself. Right. He's like, well, what am mm-hmm. I? Liam's just like, I'm not answering that. You got to do that part. <laughs> and then Alex also realizes that he probably hurt Liam a bit back in high school. He's like, oh, I bet he wanted us to. He probably right. had feelings for me, but totally. I was just like. This is fun. <laughs> right? Go so, um, see you next time. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Go be the first son, and you're going to see me everywhere. By the way, the internet casted Garrett Hedlund as Liam, and I cried. Too I mean, old. I was but... going to say, he's way too old. But I was like, ah, oh, it's the accent. It's like that thick southern draw. Like, Garrett could hit that, like, mm-hmm. perfectly. And I was like, god damn you, internet. <laughs> uh, okay. So, Henry ends up attending a state dinner at the White House. And Alex puts a plan into motion to get Henry alone so he can confront him about his ghosting and also just jump him, pretty much. You know, make out underneath Alexander Hamilton's photo. Yes. Like, <laughs> I love it. Which, doesn't he get Zara to help him with this? 
I think it was Zara and Amy, or was I can't it more so Amy? But he gets his posse to like. I'm pretty sure him. one of I think Amy goes and talks to him and being like, "Hey," but I think he talks to Zara like I need mm-hmm. to talk to him privately. And she's like, you can have this room for, like, 10 minutes. And yeah. he's like, okay, cool. And then Amy goes and grabs him. <laughs> but it's uh, like, Zara, like, you literally helped him, like, start So don't this. act shocked about this right? later. <laughs> oh, my God. How did oh you God. not figure this out? <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So they proceed to furiously make out in front of a portrait of Alexander Hamilton. Lin-Manuel would be proud. Uh, later that night, Henry sneaks into Alex's room. Alex affirms that he is very much so bisexual. Mm-hmm. God save the queen. And the well, two agree to be friends with benefits, yeah. essentially. Okay. So, well, I mean, they don't like, they don't say actually that. talk about it mm-hmm. because God forbid we talk about our feelings. Yeah. But Alex is like, so we can still be talking to each other like this and then you can do this with me whenever you want to like yeah i really uh, like how this feels and mm. we're gonna do this all the time but you know (laughs) just bros Bros. no no feelings no yet yes yes and henry's just dying on the inside like it's fine i'll take what i can get exactly i was just gonna say henry's (laughs) like i'll take what i can get it's fine which becomes heartbreaking (laughs) which is hufflepuff 101 (laughs) oh boy okay so still in the states henry invites alex to a charity polo event which he agrees to attend last minute, which immediately draws suspicions from June. Upon seeing Henry, Alex is most upset that he can't immediately be with him. So they sneak off and do some activities involving leather, and Alex calling Henry every version of stupid. Yep. (laughs) Essentially, he's just like freaking out, Alex. I mean, they're both freaking out all all the time. But he sees Henry in his... (laughs) Full polo guard. And he's just like, what? what's happening? He's like, those are some tight pants. <laughs> and Henry's so confused. He's like, what are you? He's like, this is working for me. That's, yes, we're going. Like, you, me, whatever room we can find right now. <laughs> Which is hilarious. I, God, they send me so many times. I just love how, like, literally finds out he's bisexual and, like, 48 hours later is jumping a man. Yeah. Like, get in the room. <laughs> Get in the goddamn closet right now. I mean, with Gryffindors, it's zero or 100% at all times. very true. So the two continue to email back and forth. All pretense of banter is gone, and they are now full-blown flirting with one another. They are able to find random moments to meet up amongst their busy schedules. Alex notices that his feelings for Henry are a lot more serious than he initially thought. He also notices that Henry sometimes gets into these dark moods, which makes it really hard for Alex to reach him. Uh, one night, while on the phone, Henry speaks of the tensions of the royal family and how nothing has been the same since his father passed away. He also mentions that his mom hasn't really been there at all and that his sister, B or Beatrice, uh, end- ended up developing a cocaine addiction after their father passed away. He also recalls how one night after ditching rehab, he found her, and at this time he comes out to her and says that he's gay, and he told her that he didn't know what to do and that he needed her now more than ever, and then the next day she checks herself back into rehab, and she's been clean ever since, and Henry has never mentioned this night to anyone before. The amount of, like, sisterly love in this book, like, kills me. Sisterly, motherly, (laughs) right? Like, how the sisters are just like, I gotta shape up because my brother needs me. <laughs> and it's like, oh. oh. All right. <laughs> are we casting Beatrice? Yes. Yee. Okay. So, for my Beatrice, I chose Lily James. Oh, Lily. Yeah. 
She also, also has in thick eyebrows. Pride and Prejudice right? and Zombies. Right? Also in Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, which I thought it was funny because she and Henry would be, oh, sorry, his name's not Henry, Douglas would be <laughs> reunited. <laughs> they, they look related. They look right? Related. They could be brother oh, and yeah. sister. Right? I love her, so. Yeah, absolutely. Anything she's in, I'm just like, yep. Mm-hmm. Right? And she's been in a, like, well, as far as I've seen, I'm sure she's been in other stuff that I have not seen, but everything I've seen, like Mamma Mia and like even Pride and Prejudice and Zombies is pretty like fluff. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be pretty cool to see her in like a more like ugh, role oh, of yeah. like someone she like battling a, with stuff. She does a lot of um, period pieces. Right. Mostly. I yeah. don't, and I can't think of one where she's just like in normal time. I mean, Mamma Mia technically. Oh, I well, technically, but I mean, it's a musical. I have so. a deep hatred for Mamma Mia. So don't. <laughs> we're not opening that bag of worms. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, that's one of my favorite musicals. I. What, what are they called? ABBA? They make me want to rip my hair out. Oh, see. I grew sorry. up listening to them, I so. <laughs> okay. So I cast it. <laughs> Olivia Cook. Oh, I love her. Yeah, she's in. What are you in? Is she in Vanity Fair? Um, I actually don't know. No. She's in uh, Ready Player One and Bates Motel. Ah, okay. She looks like she could be related to KJ Appa for me. Okay. Henry also brings up that the queen knows that he is gay, but has encouraged him to hide that side of himself for the sake of the royal image. Uh, when his mom married his dad, she she was essentially rebelling against the crown since he didn't have a title and he was just an actor. So... Like, the queen is very about image. I mean, obviously, she's Mm -hmm. the queen of the royal family. So she was kind of uh, gisted or whatever with her daughter and doesn't want to be so with her grandbabies. Which, you know how, like, weird it is that we're doing this episode right when Oprah just interviewed? Yeah. I know. (laughs) Right? I was like, ooh. And, like, when they came out, they're like, oh, they're racist. And they try to hide everything. And they just told them to, like do something like try to cover it basically Mm -hmm. i was like oh shit and a lot of this kind of parallels like lady d Mm -hmm. i mean not she wasn't an actress but but like the american that yeah like and how much people loved her Mm -hmm. it was kind of this it's kind of paralleled with how much people love his dad because he played james bond so which is like you know do we want to cast the queen oh yes Mm -hmm. um so i chose judy dench oh my god i fucking did too did you really I just thought Lady Catherine de Bourgh. Exactly. That whole scene where she's just like yelling at her and she was like, tell me, this is not happening. Like, you were not betrothed to my nephew. I was like, ah, Mm -hmm. I mean, well, first I put. This is not to be born. First I put herself as like the queen should play the queen. But I figured she probably wouldn't do that. But anyways. (laughs) So then I chose Judy Dench because who else? Uh Who else would play the queen? I just imagine her sitting behind the, like a table the whole time. She never stands up in this right movie because this would be a movie. Well, the whole like table scene where like where they all meet mm-hmm. and they're all talking about it, and she's just like absolutely not. And I'm like Judy Dench. Yes, perfect. So that's the queen. We do not stand. No, <laughs> but we <laughs> love Judy Dench. We love Judy Dench. Don't get us wrong. We <laughs> she absolutely just, love her. She she can nail a being a badass woman. Mm-hmm. Or it's not a badass, but like she scares the shit out of me. Terrible woman very mm-hmm. well she's probably i think she's in james bond yes i mean every british actor ever honestly okay so but alex she dies. <laughs> she dies in skyfall oh Sorry. gosh <laughs> i've actually never seen james skyfall bond is the movie. only one i've seen which is quite oh. funny because my friend Adele? beth well um no oh savelle mm-hmm. remember savelle mm-hmm. she loves james bond so when we were in college skyfall came out and she was like no one wants to go with me or like she couldn't find anyone to go with her and i was like i'll go see it <laughs> 
So that's that's the one I've seen. This guy falls. I've <laughs> never seen, but if Idris Elba is ever casted, Ooh, like bitch. the world wants I him mean, to be. I mean, Rami Malik is supposed to be playing the villain in the next Ooh, one. Oh, he'd be such a good villain. Oh right. shit! I'm so excited. <laughs> that's gonna be the second oh, one yeah. I see. <laughs> okay, I'll go with you. <laughs> we stand Rami Malik, even yes, though we, we did not cast him in this one. He'll come back eventually. Okay, so Alex focuses on his mother's campaign and works to understand the voting patterns of their home state, Texas. Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Texas. (laughs) Back when Ellen initially won the presidency, she ended up losing her home state because Texas is notoriously a red red state. And Alex hopes that they will flip the state blue in the upcoming election. June confronts alex about his relationship with henry and reveals that she knows they are secretly together she tells him that he should be with him publicly and not worry about his political image and he tells her to stop trying to jane austen his life Uh, henry and alex are able to meet at a fundraiser in la the two of them plus pez b june and nora they (sighs) venture to a karaoke bar they are able to have a normal young adult night uh, they sleep with each other, just Henry and Alex, just the two of them. Every oh. <laughs> English. So they sleep with each other for the first time. And after saying goodbye, they continue to swap emails debating about people in history who are probably gay. Mm-hmm. One example, King James I and his knight with a K. I love that. <laughs> uh my favorite bits are the, are the emails, as right. you can tell. Adorable. So at Wimbledon, not just a rom-com starring Paul Bettany and Kristen Dunst, even though I fucking love that movie. I mean, Wimbledon's also in the Lizzo song, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they're at Wimbledon, and Alex witnesses the cruelty firsthand of Prince Philip, who is Henry's older brother, also <laughs> in line for the throne. Uh, Philip mocks Pez. And he tells Henry that he needs to associate himself with the right circles and find a wife soon. Such a dickhead. Honestly. I guess we can cast Prince Philip. I mean, he plays kind of a big part. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? He's mentioned more than once. Has multiple lines. I I was like, I guess. uh, I I chose J.J. Field, and he is also from New Amsterdam. (laughs) That's how I know him. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's in the, um, the Jane Austen land. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I wrote that down. He looks like if Lee Pace and Tom Hiddleston had a baby. Oh, yeah, I did write Austin Land. Yes, he does. Oh, my gosh, yes, he does. But, yeah, so that's my <laughs> Prince Philip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, this guy is from The Crown, Josh O'Connor. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, he plays the prince married to Lady D, who I don't remember his name. I'm not, I don't know English. Not fully, uh, yes, not fully just, aware of the royal family. Yes. Oh, sorry. I mean, I know English. <laughs> That's why I started laughing because you like, just straight I up can't like, read. I don't know English. <laughs> then didn't say anything afterwards. I was like, Bridget. I'm sure it took it in. Excuse me. <laughs> so yeah, I casted him. He just very. He seems very uppity. I'm sure he's a very nice man, but he's. <laughs> He's British. I'm sure underneath it all. He looks very stuck up. I right. mean, he obviously plays that very well in The Crown. Okay, and he already has, like, his, he's already dipped his toes in playing the royal yeah. family, so I'm sure he'd pick it up pretty well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yes. Okay. Prince Philip, dickhead. <laughs> all caps. Okay, so they escape to Henry's apartment, where Henry plays, oh gosh, he plays your song 
on the piano by Elton John. Catch me bursting into tears right? via Moulin Rouge PTSD. Exactly. Fuck. <laughs> and I love how this is the part where Alex is like, I don't love him. I don't love him. I don't love him. I don't love him. He's like, oh shit, what is this feeling like deep in my soul? Right? <laughs> Why do I feel like I'm going to cry looking at him? I'm like, boy. Right. Elton John is just in my brain, so I'm thinking of uh, that Lion King song, you know, with Nala and him. Nala and Simba. Oh, can you feel love tonight? Yeah. Excellent. It's just this trickles in the background. <laughs> Sorry, Elton. Okay. <laughs> he would love to be associated with this movie. What am I talking about? Oh, yes. Oh, oh my God. Yes. He will produce it. Right. Okay. So back in the U.S., it is revealed that President Ellen's opponent richards i'm just gonna call him richards we don't cast him no so richards has chosen rafael luna as his vice president running partner alex is very confused once again uh since rafael has voiced his distaste for richard in the past and he's always seemed to support ellen's ideals as well henry meets up with alex while he's in brooklyn and tells him that he is allowed to feel betrayed by Raphael and that this shouldn't stop him from following his dreams to run for Congress someday. They end up staying the night together, but are caught in the morning by Zara, (laughs) who reprimands Alex for jeopardizing his mother's campaign in a possible scandal, but Alex refuses to stop seeing Henry. True. Also, I thought it was really, like, super, super sad, like, how much, like, Raphael, like, going someplace, like, going to the opponent, Mm -hmm. I guess you would say, like, broke him. Yeah. Like, I thought it was super sad how, like, how derailed he Mm -hmm. was from it. He was just like, wait a minute. Like, he started questioning, like, his whole life from it. Because he's always looked up to him. Right? And he's just like, I wanted to be him. And he's like, and here he is doing something that no one saw coming. And it Mm -hmm. was just, it was really sad, like, seeing it, like, hit him so hard. Yeah. So he was very distraught over all of this. Mm Mm-hmm. Alex meets with his mother, and he comes out to her as bisexual and reveals that he is with Henry, the Prince of England. Uh, She supports him and politely excuses herself to generate a PowerPoint (laughs) about international ethics and sexual identity, which basically goes through the pros and cons of being with the Prince of England. She also tells him that he needs to figure out if he feels forever about Henry, and then she also fires him from the campaign. She's like, you're too close to this. Goodbye. Sorry, sugar. (laughs) But (laughs) yes, it's adorable. I just love how like in that moment, she's like, you need like, do you feel forever about him? Mm -hmm. And Alex is like, oh, shit. I do. I do. (laughs) And it's like, like Mm -hmm. the part, like the clouds have parted. The sun has shone through. And Alex is like, oh, God damn it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm going to marry this boy. Their relationship, like it kind of goes quickly once they start being together. But it's Mm -hmm. like they've known each other for so long. And it's a lot of like, you know. Right. this has been building for a bit well also like their lives like how like how their lives go it's Mm -hmm. like no one really knows what that's like so it's like to find someone that's like oh you understand they get each other instantly (laughs) exactly alex alex feels forever about henry yes so adorable feelings so adorable he he emails (laughs) he emails i mean makes sense yes i mean yes okay so (laughs) adorable emails happen once again uh, debating the possible gayness of historical figures, my fave being that of Alexander Hamilton yep. and John Lawrence. And my favorite line happens: "History, huh? Bet we could make some. Put that on a shirt." <laughs> they did. They do. <laughs> God damn it! History, huh? Oh gosh, I love that bit. Okay, Adorable. so um, the Fourth of July happens, 
and the White House trio plus Henry go to Papa Diaz's lake house in Texas. Oscar immediately picks up on Henry and Alex's relationship. He also talks to Alex about him and Ellen's relationship and how she was the love of his life, but even though their marriage didn't work out, he doesn't regret that they tried. He also brings up Raphael and how he had a difficult up- difficult upbringing and unsupportive parents that kicked him out of the house when he came out to them. Oh, Raphael. Right. Okay. So over the vacation, over their vacation, Alex realizes that he is very much in love with Henry. This has solidified in his brain. Also, um, there's a selfie that is taken and sent to Pez. (laughs) Poor Pez. Why is Pez Pez here? I think Nora's like licking Henry's face and June is kissing his cheek and he sends it and Pez is just like, "Mm." like, (laughs) Pez is so distraught and he's just like, what the hell? It's so funny. Also, did they have a threesome? Pez, Nora, and June. I they think were leaving. It's, it's like hinted at, mm-hmm. but we never actually get confirmation. I think it was Nora had like a kiss mark on her neck and they had like slept in the same hotel yeah. that night. It was after um, Alex and Henry like had sex for the first time. Yeah. And he like, obs- observes that. He's like, what the? Yeah. But... He's like, wait a minute. And they're like, mm-hmm. it's probably happened. <laughs> I mean, probably, <laughs> probably. Over their vacation, Alex realizes that he's very much in love with Henry. While late at night swimming, Alex attempts to tell henry that he loves him but henry dodges him and changes the subject very quickly the next morning alex awakes to find that henry has left without saying goodbye oh gosh just i remember my stomach like dropped right what is happening there's just like a note on the pillow and he's completely gone and it's just like what it's like i hate this and i was so i did not want it to be like fucking new moon where pages happen and it's like oh november december january i was like do not separate these babies but it wasn't even that long it was like a few pages um do you really think alex would let it go that long oh no i think i get there pretty quickly right so a few days pass of henry ignoring alex's messages not to be ghosted again alex (laughs) books a flight to the uk and angrily confronts henry he confesses that he loves him. Not and... just like angrily confronts him, but like yeah. beats down the door and mm-hmm. is like, let me in. He's like, where the fuck are you? Yeah, and he's, <laughs> he's like, so upset. Oh, man. I just remember um, <laughs> like Henry's bodyguard like comes out and he's just like, really? Like, come on now. Like, please don't make me do this. Oh and he's just like, Henry! Like screaming. And Henry finally comes out and he's just like, what the fuck do you want? He's just so tired. Yeah. Henry is always Henry. so tired. <laughs> So Alex confesses that he loves Henry, and he asked Henry why he won't even try to be happy. Henry goes on to say that his birthright is a country and not happiness, and just break our fucking hearts. Why don't you, Henry? My God. Honestly. But also, he has been in love with Alex from the beginning, Hmm. and he also never expected Alex to love him back, which is why he was like, oh shit, he's actually going to... He's going to tell me. Right. I did not expect this. Goodbye. Like, it just <laughs> disappears. So many emotions. Gotta go. <laughs> Gotta blast. <laughs> Gotta blast. Uh, well, it's also because, like, the entire time Alex is like, oh, this is just, like, just mm-hmm. sex. Like, this is this isn't going anywhere. Yeah. We're not doing anything. And Henry's like, that's fine. Like, that's cool with me. Whatever. And then all of a sudden Alex is like, hey, I kind of. And he's like, nope. <laughs> like, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> No. Just like Homer Simpson like vanishes into the bush. 
Like, I can't. No. It's so heartbreaking, but, like, I understand it. I understand right. him. I understand both of them. Right. So clearly. Ah, okay. They sleep together once again. They, like, get in each other's face. I'm going to say, that's the part where Alex is like, tell me. Say it. Like, yeah. look me in he's the like, eye. He's like, tell me to tell leave. Me. I'll go. Like, yeah. I'll fucking go. He's like, look me in the eye and tell me. Tell and me to leave. can't tell him to leave. Like... And then they just, you know, have yeah, at it. Yeah. There you go. So um, the next morning, Alex admits that Henry looks less pissy than he did the day before. <laughs> Henry admits that he doesn't want to become like his brother and he wants to have him more out of his life than the constant restraints of the royal life. Henry takes Alex to the Victoria and Albert Museum late at night after it has closed. Mm -hmm. And he tells him how he has always dreamed of bringing someone here that he loved. And he ends up giving Alex his family signet ring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So cute. So cute. I want to go to this museum. Right? When they were talking about it, I was like, we need to go here someday. We need to break in. We need to... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe maybe, maybe not that. (laughs) Wow, it totally just describes... Like, let's go. Like, after dark, let's break in. <laughs> we're breaking in. We're going to reenact it. And I'm just like, maybe, maybe we follow the rules and don't get banned from a country. No, it's <laughs> happening. <laughs> uh, okay. So um, they proceed to write love emails back and forth. Henry tells of how he came out to Philip, who was unsurprisingly unsupportive. Henry God damn de- it, Philip. <laughs> <God> damn it, Philip. <laughs> so Henry debates if he should leave his life in England behind. He tells Alex how he fell in love with him when he first met him back at the Olympics because Mm -hmm. of how carefree and confident he was. They end their emails with romantic notes from historical figures who loved each other. That was one of my favorite parts is like the quotes. It was so freaking adorable. Gosh, just like feelings. Right. Because I don't, okay, I don't swoon often. I know. But those bits, (laughs) I was like, oh my God, like I was dying. Just how they, when they first met. Like, I want to see it from each person's perspective in the Ooh. movie. So right. we see it how, like, in the beginning, from how Alex meets Henry and Henry's cold, distant reaction. He, I think he tells his, like, security guy, he's like, get him out of here. Like, yeah. Don't. He's like, make them leave or, like, get rid of them yeah. or something like and that. And Alex is like, what the fuck? Like, I was so excited to meet you finally because yeah. he thinks he's so confident and, like, yeah. has him up on the pedestal. Because Alex and June are like, hey, and he's like, get them out of Like, I don't yeah. no. No, he's not like, right now. No. But <laughs> but inside, he's just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And he, <laughs> I can't he's handle like, this. He sees him from a distance, and he's just like, oh, my gosh, this guy is, like, so full of life. Mm-hmm. I can't be near like, him. him. This guy's going to make me explode. Because, you know, break- like, him and June are probably, like, laughing mm-hmm. and, like, looking or, like, cheering on, like, USA and, like, oh. having a good old time, as they usually do. And yeah. he's probably just, like, <laughs> watching them being like, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wish that could be oh. me. So Henry's, like, looking at Alex. He's like, this guy's too much. I can't, I'm already in love with him. And then Alex <laughs> comes up to introduce himself and he's like, okay, get him out of here. <laughs> right. He's like, this is too much, too Goodbye. many emotions all in one. Thank you. Uh, okay. So hotel hallway footage is released to the public, Mm-mm-mm. making people raise questions about Henry and Alex's relationship. And to contain the situation, Zara strategizes that the two of them should go on public dates with other people. Alex goes out with Nora while Henry goes out with June. Oh, my God. I bet Pez was like. Right. So, I mean, he knows. But. I, I just imagine Pez being like, so one hand hold, no kissing, <laughs> no, like, no arm below don't, the waist. Don't even look at each other. <laughs> right. Pez just like giving him rules of what not to do with and his the, girl. The photos of them date, like on the date, you just see Pez in the background, like. 
<laughs> like a bucket hat just like observing. The table behind them, like with a bucket hat and sunglasses and like a menu it. up to his face. Like, uh, bitch. Please. <laughs> I'll just put those, like, include those photos in the, the credit scene. It's just like zooming <laughs> just in. Just a little pet in the background, like, God damn it. That's my wife. Get your hands off my girl. <laughs> so... Uh, this ultimately draws the public's attention back to June and Henry and off of Henry and Alex. Agonizing over not being able to be with Henry publicly, Alex walks through the Senate building. Uh, so forlorn. Mm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so he walks through the Senate building and happens upon Raphael. Alex confronts him about his betrayal because he has always looked up to him and he tells Raphael that he is bisexual, which prompts Raphael to not reveal any compromising information to his opponent. I just freaking Alex, like he's confronting this guy. Like well, he goes into to them. like his apartment, doesn't he? Mm. Or he oh. goes somewhere and like kind of breaks in. And he's just like, "What do you want?" <laughs> and the entire in time, like Raphael Luna is like, "You can't tell me these mm-hmm. things. Like you can't like, stop tell- telling me." Yeah, he's like, but he's please. like confronting him, and then he's like, "Oh, so I'm bisexual." Like <laughs> he's just venting to him. He's <laughs> like, "I looked up to you, also. I had a crush on you growing up. That I'm just realizing right now." Right. <laughs> like, oh. mm. I wanted to be you and be with you all at the same time. (laughs) Oh, gosh. The next morning, Alex learns that all of his emails with Henry have been leaked to the press, along with intimate photos of the two of them. Ellen, being the mama bear that she is, immediately pulls him into a meeting where he initially thinks that she's going to scold him for, you know, a public scandal and all of this. That could possibly ruin her presidency. But she is not... She's not that kind of mom. No. Uh, she instead offers her full support and says that she is his mother first and president second. Uh, in an article, Richards, her opponent, uses this scandal to imply that classified info could have been leaked through emails to the UK and that federal funds may have been used for their secret rendezvous. Which I thought was so shitty because I remember Alex, like, literally when he buys a plane to, like, the UK... He, like, uses his personal mm-hmm. funds. He, like, he makes it a point to not use, like, the yeah. White House funds at all. And it's just, and like... And also, all of their meetings happened for, like, a purpose. Like, they found, like, oh, I'm going to go to the to LA right. for the fundraiser. I'm going to, like... Yeah. So it's not like they, like, took a trip to, like, the Bahamas, yeah. just the two of them, and used, mm-hmm. the, like, the private jet to get there. It's, like, they're going to fundraisers and polo matches and places that they would have been anyways. Yeah. So it's, like... This makes me so mad. Right. I was so furious at this point. But I love that part where, like, his mom pulls him in and, like, the first thing she Mm -hmm. asks, she's like, are you okay? Yeah. And it's like, oh, yes. Because he's just (laughs) been outed publicly without, not on his terms. You literally, like, just figured this out on your Mm -hmm. own and not even, like, just a few months or weeks later, it's like you get outed to the entire world. Yeah. It's like. And then he's also freaking out because he immediately wants to get in contact with Henry. And they, like, cut that off real quick. So, Alex is unable to get in contact with Henry, and he ends up having a panic attack due to all the stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, the royal family is blocking off all points of contact, so Zara tells her adoptive son, Alex, to pack a bag because they are going to storm the Buckingham Palace. Yes. <laughs> and she calls his personal phone. <laughs> yes. Okay, so Zara, at this time, also reveals that she is in a secret relationship of her own. She is engaged to Sean who is the royal escort that accompanies and also takes care of Henry. He's basically his adult babysitter. Yeah. And, yeah. Basically, like, his Zara. 
which I thought was adorable. And he's like, why? Like, you've had his personal cell phone this entire time, and you're, like, now using like, it? Why, why are you? What's yeah. happening? She's like, oh, yeah, he's my fiance. I'm yeah. Like, what? Like, <laughs> she's like, that's how you do a secret relationship, you little right. shit. Like, <laughs> like, not only have we been dating, but we got engaged, and none of y'all fuckers found out. Oh, God. Adorable. So who'd you cast for Sean? <laughs> so I casted... Um, he's also from New Amsterdam, and it's quite funny because him and uh, Freema's character are actually, like, have a thing. Oh. So I thought it was very adorable. That's how I thought about it, because when I casted her as Zara, I was like, oh, she actually, like, has a thing with uh-huh. an actor who'd be perfect for this. Well, they already have chemistry. There exactly. And his name is Sonali Ramaruthi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen this guy before. Yes. He's adorable. Mm. I think he'd be perfect. Yes. Okay, so I casted, his name is Rahul Kohli. He's in The Haunting of Bly Manor and iZombie. Ooh. And his character in the, um, I mean, he's not casted yet, but I'm casting him. So in Red, White, and Royal Blue, his character, Sean, is very, like, reserved and, mm-hmm. like, stoic. And he just sips his tea. Right. He has a beard. He has, like, really good one-liners. Mm-hmm. That's the same for <laughs> the guy that I casted, uh, Sonali. Like, his character is very, like... Very smooth and suave, but, like, doesn't say a lot. Mm-hmm. And he, like, he knows what to say and when to say it. It's like, ooh. Yes. <laughs> the silent observer. Yes. But also, he looks like he could be with Priyanka. Like, they match each other right. on level of, like, intensity. And, yes. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dear God. Uh, uh, Henry and Alex reunite. And Alex learns that the queen is absolutely furious. About Henry's sexuality being public knowledge now. It's like, you don't get the right to be furious. Right. Henry gets the right to be furious. Okay. But she's the queen, so she's been entitled her entire life. Which isn't an excuse. It's just like where her mindset's at. I know, I know. Okay, so Henry also calls out his mom for being unsupportive and tells her that she needs to grow a backbone against the queen and stand up for her children. There's so many points. I'm just like, yes, yes. Like, this whole meeting. Okay. So, during the family meeting, Henry affirms his sexuality and love for Alex, and he threatens to abdicate if they try to hold him to their royal family expectations, and if they try to force him back in the closet. And say, because I think they show up to the meeting, and B is the one that brought the mom, Mm -hmm. and B, like, gave her a stern talking to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the queen tells Henry that he should lie about the photos and say that they were photoshopped. Like, like, ma'am, millennials and Gen Z, we can tell right when something's photoshopped. Oh, yes. But also, they were probably already shipping them. <laughs> right. As we do. Like, I'm sure there's some deep Tumblr tag that just, like, has photos of them that have, like, yeah. been piecing this together. Like, there's some someone out there mm-hmm. that is just like... <gasps> That is, just someone like, was out there keeping track. They're like, wait, they were both at the polo match, and then they were both at this dinner, and then they're like, oh, could it be happening? <laughs> they, it seemed like they hate each other, but now they're best friends, friends to lovers, like, <laughs> right? Ooh. Enemies to lovers? Enemies to friends, just to friends to lovers? Imagine if this was actually happening in real life. Like, we oh would have God. lost our goddamn mind. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> There'd be a fan base. Like, mm. <laughs> I'd buy the shirt. So, Catherine, Mama Catherine, finally steps the fuck up. And tells the queen that she is an old-fashioned bully and that she can use her old age against her to assume the throne if she chooses to do so. So Catherine then opens the curtains to the outside, revealing a sea of people showing their support for Henry and Alex. 
with like posters and stuff mm-hmm. which is totally something that would happen especially right now i feel like yeah well i mean maybe not right right now because of covid but oh. like with the riots not riots it'd be like a a gathering of support mm-hmm. so yeah yes that's totally something that would happen right now do that's you want to cast Catherine? yes i chose emily watson and she is oh. in anna <laughs> karenina and a testament to youth how funny she's definitely like a why because i cast an emily too but different oh I was, yeah, I was like, did I know you cast she is. her too? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you watch like BBC, she's kind of everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen her in things. Right. So I casted Emily Mortimer. Ooh. She's in the, um, let's go fly a kite. What is that? Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've never seen all the way through. Oh, yeah, the she's new one? In, well, or any in the old one. <gasps> um, You've never seen the one with Julie Andrews all the way through? No. Oh, my God. But yeah, so Emily Mortimer, I casted <laughs> Anyways. her. And yeah, she pretty does. sure she plays the sister in um I just know there's balloons at the end and she has a crush on Lynn Manuel Miranda, rightly yes. so. Okay. Uh so we cast rightly so. Mama Catherine. Yay. Uh upon arriving back at the White House, Alex sees people outside wearing mm. shirts that say history, history huh? huh? <laughs> so freaking cute. Uh, okay. So the White House squad meet up for breakfast, donuts, but to, to be a particular uh but they find that nora has been mia for some time when she finally shows up and says that someone has anonymously revealed to her that the richards squad or him and his little goonies they hired hackers and a pi to infiltrate the white house servers and spread the emails and photos of the first royal couple uh so alex recognizes the anonymous sender's signature which is kind of a code for Rafael Luna. It was adorable. Yeah. It was like a date and then like a street in Oregon that they're like about office. Waffles, right? Well, yeah. Um, it was, I think it's like an address or something. It's something mm-hmm. about like uh, where they used to get food from all the yeah. time when they were campaigning someplace. But it's only something that Yeah, because Alex, would, Alex would go get the food mm-hmm. for Rafael and they would eat together. Yeah. It's super adorable, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny because they were like, oh, the secret person from the Richards campaign gave us these, like, gave us all this information. And I was like, is it really it, that big of a secret? It's Raphael. <laughs> right? Like, is it really that big of a secret? Come like, on. come on. <laughs> so um, Alex ends up reading a speech to the press affirming that he is the first son of America, Ugh. but he is also in love and he hopes that America will continue to support him. Alex visits Raphael once again. Oh, this is the one that he, like, mm-hmm. goes into... This is the hotel room or whatever that he kind of sneaks, breaks into. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people just breaking into stuff that they're not right. supposed oh, no, to be. no, no. I don't Kensington Palace, Buckingham Palace, right. the White House, <laughs> Prince Albert and Victoria's Museum. <laughs> if they weren't these famous people, they right. for sure would be in jail. Honestly. Well, I mean, Henry full-on, like, um, bribes the security guard. He's like, hey, dude, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Alex visits Raphael. And thanks him for what he did for them. Oh, for no, him just and Henry. This happens in Raphael's office. Mm-hmm. It's the one before that he, like, he goes, like, to his hotel room, and that's the one where he's like, you can't be telling me this, but this is the one where he's, like, finally back in his room. <laughs> and he drops Skittles, I believe, <laughs> on his desk again. Oh, yeah, and they, they have, like, a there. thing for Skittles. I yeah. hate Skittles. Why he would they? He drops Skittles, and then they separate uh. them into colors, and then they slowly eat them. 
adorable oh my god and alex like lounges and it's super super cute because this is also the part he's like your secretary never like stops and he's like like what's the point of having like a door guy if he never stops mm-hmm. me from coming in and he's like if you don't think i tell them that you have a free pass he's like you obviously don't know me but also no one can stop you <laughs> honestly like you'll find your way in here <laughs> right <laughs> through the vents <laughs> one way or another He's like, I just told him to let you in because otherwise you'd throw a hissy fit until yeah. you got let in. Like so. Too much energy. Just come in. My God. <laughs> Don't try to stop this boy. Uh, uh, so Raphael reveals to him that uh, when he was younger, he actually interned for Richards back in the day. And Richards tried to seduce him. But when Raphael refused, Richards threatened to have his family deported. I wrote seduce, but he, he tried to assault him, basically. Like, he was yeah. probably a young dude and... Well, he, like, uh, Raphael explains it. He, like, takes him to dinner and then, like, takes him to a hotel room or something and, like, mm-hmm. gives him drinks and then tries to get, like, yeah. handsy with him. And then when Raphael says, like, no, he gets really weird about it. And then, like, Raphael shows up the next day, like, trying to pretend that, like, nothing happened because he doesn't, like, he mm-hmm. really, really wants his job. Mm-hmm. It's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess Richards is kind of known for doing this on... Yeah. He knows because he was a part of the campaign. So, yeah. but the outside public doesn't know that he. But does I think Raphael is the first like dude that he does it with. So Raphael says that he only ever told Oscar about this incident before, which yeah, that makes sense. They That's seem right. like they have such a good friendship. Well, I'm sure yeah. Oscar like took him in and like made mm-hmm. him feel like a father figure. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I can trust this one. Yeah. This one's gonna be nice to me. Mm-hmm. So when he found out that Richards was running for president, he purposefully joined his campaign to sabotage it if any dirty business arose yeah because he was looking for dirt to try to bring him up as like um a sexual Mm -hmm. assaulter yeah so he was looking for something like that but then he got this happened of the emails and he was like like, oh no you're trying to fuck with them like oh no yeah right yeah yeah Uh. It was really sad because he's like, if I knew what they were planning to do, he's mm-hmm. like, I would have tried to stop them. He's like, but yeah. I found out way too late. He's like, so I thought this would be the, the next best thing. Yeah. And it's like, good for you, Raphael. Mm-hmm. Good for you. <laughs> so back in London, Alex and Henry pose for a royal portrait. Catherine so has stepped up as Henry's mother. She like moves closer mm-hmm. so she can like have more hands and like yeah. hands on stuff. I love it because she's like fussing over him like yeah. for the portrait. I'm like oh yay! Like fixing his hair yay. and like <laughs> fixing his tie. And so cute. So she seems also seems like she's ready or going to be ready soon to assume the throne. And B Beatrice uh, plans to start a foundation to combat substance abuse. Oh yeah, because it was also they talk about B in the emails, don't mm-hmm. they? Oh, so it had been yeah. like not only were they outed, but oh, then also yeah. like B's whole drug addiction mm-hmm. got like thrown out and out there too. So yeah. she was like, "Well, fuck." <laughs> yeah. Well, people like kind of knew about it. They called her. It's a horrible name. They called her the Powder Princess. Yeah. So it was kind of rumored, and people knew about it. But this is when it kind of came was out. Laid like, out. There. I think it was like exactly how bad it was, and mm-hmm. then she had gone to rehab and. Because I think it was, like, rumored that she had these issues, but I think her actually going to rehab was hush-hush. Yeah. yeah, the royal family wouldn't have... No. They would... No, they swept all of that underneath the blanket. Yeah. So, rug, yeah. blanket, meh. Royal blanket. <laughs> swept it underneath the Royal ben. quilt. <laughs> and Henry is working with Pez on establishing queer youth shelters. So cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip pops up, uh, trying his hand at small talk, and seems like he might have some character development in the next... civil... In the next coming years, it's going to take a bit. Right. Uh, but yeah, he's probably realizing 
certain things. I know. He, like, tries to, like, tell jokes, and he's like, oh, because they're doing their courting photos mm-hmm. because they have to take, like, oh, legit yeah. photos he's to, like, show the world that he's like, I am courting this man. <laughs> like, this is who I am dating. <laughs> they have to do it, like, so formally. So funny. And Philip tries to be, like, um, tries to like say like what his and martha's mm-hmm. were like and he's just like oh ha, ha, so funny and it's like alex and you're like what is happening yeah and then he walks away and i think b's there too and mm-hmm. she's like should we go after him he's like nope let him simmer no. like nope he, he doesn't deserve it yet yeah. like he doesn't deserve for us to like forgive him just oh. yet and i thought that was cute that they're yeah. like eventually yes but for now we're letting him suffer i like that their family is kind of coming right back together minus the queen she... like they're figuring mm-hmm. it out yeah or at least trying to <sighs> okay so um, Alex decides that he's going to go to law school in NYU and Henry buys an apartment in Brooklyn near one of his shelters. So yes. they'll be close. Right. Yay. So adorable. <laughs> Don't I remember Alex them. is like the one that's like, well, I mean, you said he wanted to be more hands on with it. And I mean, oh if you God. have one there and Henry's like, Alex, I can't just like live in the United States. And he's like, but why not? You're like a prince. Yeah. So I mean, you could do whatever you want. And Henry's like, Alex, I just can't. <laughs> and then later on, he's like, I bought an apartment. <laughs> yeah. So it's cute. Like, so it happened. Yep. <laughs> so the day of the election happens. And despite losing Texas in the previous election, Ellen holds her rally in Austin. And Henry shows up and surprises Alex. So cute. They, they bump into Liam, who offers his support and friendship. Breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. Also, Alex is wearing a fantastic suit that Nora's like, you have to. Yeah. Oh, so and then cute. Henry's wearing a like a yellow tie, or there's like flowers on it, like the Texas flowers. Yeah. And it was like earlier on, Alex insulted his tie because it was like gray and boring, and now he's wearing a right, yellow like tie. He's wearing like, like colored yeah! ties. <laughs> uh, so cute. Uh, Oh, it's got, I think it's like yellow daisies, isn't it? I think it's yellow daisies and it's like the tie has yellow daisies Mm -hmm. because I remember um, Amy, who is also part of her team, which is like the trans woman, Mm -hmm. um, is seen in the like, because when they're watching, like after Alex gives the speech, they're like watching the news of it and they show like everyone in front of the White House is like, we love you guys. And Amy's in the front and she's Mm -hmm. wearing her jacket that has like the yellow daisies on it. It's so cute. I think it's yellow daisies. It's some yellow flower. Mm hmm magnolias uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, what magnolias <laughs> i just want to say it with a texas accent <laughs> <laughs> so ellen ends up winning texas it flips blue it's and so thus wins the election and during the celebrations alex and henry sneak off yet again and they villas or they visit alex's childhood home At, but before mm-hmm. like how they got there they steal liam and his boyfriend's bikes oh yeah <laughs> Lots of illegal activity. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he asks Liam if he can do it, but Liam's like, uh, sure. And then they take him. It's like, I can't say no to you. You're the fucking first right. son. I'm like, right. let's go. Well, that, and I think it's like Liam's current boyfriend is like, oh, looks yeah, up to Alex's too. mom like mm-hmm. so much. He's just like, oh my God, she's an icon is like, f- like falling over. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh my God, I love her so much. And Liam's like, dude, chill. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so cute. <laughs> There's yes. lots of cute moments, but... Yes. And Alex takes him to his house to mm-hmm. show him because he always holds the key because it's, like, a little bit of home. Yeah. And it's, like, his equivalent to taking him to the museum like Henry did. Oh, yeah. So it's, like, his moment. Mm-hmm. And it's so adorable. Mm-hmm. Yes. And fireworks are going off when they're riding their bikes and it's just, like, ah, yes. Wholesome, wholesome pureness. Yes. It's over. Right? Yay. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> adorable. Sweet baby angles. Right? <laughs> I mean... Probably a stupid question, but mm-hmm. uh, who's your favorite character? Alex. 
Right? Because I was going to say Henry. And yours is Henry. Our sons. Our sons. Right? And. Uh, I mean, if I had a very outgoing son, it would right. be Alex. Right. Uh, All right. Uh, what was your favorite part of this book? Um, the emails, mostly. I just love reading those. There's like that big chunk when the they're inserting like uh old letters of historical figures like love letters back and forth yeah there's one with john lawrence and alexander and then alexander and eliza because alexander so got cute. around a bit and <laughs> so all those bits there's like a big chunk there mm-hmm. what about you the karaoke scene oh i yeah. thought like that whole scene like i see it so clearly in my mind and it reminded me kimonos. so much of um barbara's birthday when yeah. we went to a karaoke bar and we actually like not as crazy because we don't have that much money but it just i thought mm-hmm. about that and it just i played so like perfectly in my mind about like yeah. the kimonos and like all the bright colors and just how adorable it all was and it was it was really cute to just kind of see them be able to like be themselves yeah. and like all of them come together and just like have this night of like we're just normal kids tonight mm-hmm. and we're just gonna have fun and that was super adorable Aww. that and then the lake scene because i thought that was just like adorable yeah before henry breaks yeah, alex's well, up heart to that part <laughs> everything up to that part mm-hmm. but just like the dad being like yeah i know like i know i see it yeah. like you're not fooling anybody and he's just like oh well shit <laughs> here i thought i was being sneaky mm-hmm. yes and they're barbecuing right oh, such moments honestly so many good like scenes so cute. yeah karaoke scene for sure what was your least favorite part probably just when they were outed right yeah that's like the worst I think my least favorite, definitely that, but, like, getting into it mm-hmm. would be when the girls kind of step up and they're like, oh, like, how Nora just shows up at his door and is just, like, take me on a date. Like, let's go. Oh, yeah. Like, she already knows how, like, this is going to happen yeah. and she already knows how they're to fix to it. it. And then how June is so, like, I can easily crop this photo and it just looks like I'm kissing Henry's cheek and <sighs> we can do this. It's and so like, heartbreaking. Right? But I just, oh, how they, like, so quickly are, like, I know how to fix this. This is how we do it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh. Like friendship, but so sad. Right. That they like sacrificial that. friendship. Yeah. And they're just like, we, we got oh. you. And Alex just feels terrible because he's like, here they are, like mm-hmm. trying to pick up my mess. And it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. it's so cute, but so sad all at the same time. Yeah. Like how much love they have for him. It's adorable that they're willing to like, no, let's go on a date again. It's mm-hmm. fine. You can pretend. I don't I don't care. Mean it in my heart. Right. <laughs> and this would be a movie. It wouldn't be a TV uh, yeah. show. It's yeah. a one- I think it. I think it'd feel like it was being dragged on too long if they try to make it into yeah. a TV show. Maybe if they did like a mini series where it's not, right. or just like only like thirty minute episodes. But yeah. even then, I feel like um they'd probably it'd probably come off as like getting too political if they try to do it in like a TV show because yeah. they'd probably have to like fill in a few gaps. And I feel like it happens so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, this is like a span of months. It's not even like a full year when all this happens, right? Yeah. yeah so it's, it's like. I think a movie it's a, would like be like the perfect. beginning of the election to the end of the election. It'd be or like a perfect re-election. Netflix rom-com. Cough, cough. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> I mean, everyone and their mother are talking about this goddamn book. And they're just right. Like, Adapt it. I'm sure. Please. I'm sure they're going to do it eventually. Mm-hmm. Adorable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for her next book, The One Last Stop. Didn't you just buy it? No, it's not out yet. Oh, just kidding. Um, but yeah, it's going to oh, be Oh, no, about... you found your graphic novel. That's a yeah. plus. You sent us a picture because it was recently Bridget's birthday, and she went to Barnes & Noble, <laughs> and she sent us a photo of like what she got, and I could have sworn it was that book, but it was no. not. It's like the same color pastels yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and there was two boys on the cover, so my mind... Oh, no, just kidding. But the next one is about two girls <laughs> two in a subway. Time travel. 
New York, I think, in the subway. Which is like my cup of tea. It reminds know. me of like the lake house. Yeah. And, like, oh, yes. Yeah, so... With Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Goddamn. Again. Keanu Reeves. Uh. <laughs> yeah. But yes. Okay. Should we get mm. into sorting? Sure. I mean, the first two are already... They've already done that for us. Thanks, yeah. boys. <laughs> Hufflepuff ass bitch. Yes. <laughs> Henry is a Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. Alex is a Gryffindor. It is known. What about June? June, uh, I put her... I put her in Gryffindor. I did, too. Yeah. Yeah. I almost put her in Ravenclaw. Ooh. Like, if she wasn't a Gryffindor, she'd be a Raven. I do love how she kind of, like, has her moment where she... Because she writes a speech for her mom, mm-hmm. and her mom's like, why haven't you been writing my speeches this entire time? And, like, Alex's speech, like, knowing that she wrote that is, like, yeah. oof, it's so powerful. And he's like, you helped raise me. Like, I am your son. Mm-hmm. And, like, Texas is my home. And it's just like, oof. She's very oof. much like a call-to-arms speech-making yes. yes. person. She's very Elizabeth Swan at the end of ooh. World's End. <laughs> Hoist the colors. <laughs> yes, it's oof. yeah. Uh, Nora, Nora is a Ravenclaw. Yeah, mm, yeah, one hundred percent. Only a Ravenclaw would sift through that many emails and pick out everything and be like, "I've yeah, done it." She retreats. <laughs> she retreats to her cave. Yeah, like, I imagine when she finally shows up after she's been like MIA, her hair is just like fucking crazy. Right, she's just been getting like cold yeah. brews postmated to her door. Oh. <laughs> it's just like. Hasn't showered, right? Like, <laughs> just, just been like in a blanket, like yeah, yes. Mm, Pez, um, what? I don't know. He could be a lot of things, right? Because I feel like he could also be a Gryffindor, mm-hmm. but I feel like he could also be a Hufflepuff. Yes, that's what I t- wrote. Yes, I wrote Hufflepuff or Gryffindor. Yes, because if I mean, because both of them, I don't know. It's kind of whatever he would want to be, I guess. Because mm-hmm. I mean, the Hufflepuff, like with the foundations and stuff, yeah. And everything, like, all of that is very Hufflepuff, but, like, the need to be, like, center of attention and, like, the need to be, like, look at me and all this fancy clothing that I wear. Not this Gryffindor, but the (laughs) opposite spectrum of Gryffindor, yes. Yes. is on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, either or. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, I can't really define him. I guess, I guess Gryffindor. Gryffindor with, like, a heart of gold. Mm Mm-hmm. But. mm, Wears his heart on his sleeve. Right. Like Henry, his bestie. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Beatrice. Beatrice, <laughs> I think also like I put her in Hufflepuff, right? Because um, like the love she has for her brother, mm-hmm. and it's like her family is very important to her. Yeah. yeah, and the fact that she's the one that a asks like, oh, should we go after Philip? And then b is the one that actually gets her mom to come to the mm-hmm. meeting and kind of like pull yourself together. <laughs> like get your ass over. I feel like that's a very Hufflepuff to mm-hmm. be like. I don't know. Everyone needs to be friends. <laughs> like yeah. everyone needs to like be there for each other. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because okay, President Ellen. Let's do her and then I'll discuss what I was about to okay. say. I think she's a Gryffindor. Yes. Yes. Oh yes. So Mama the, Bear, the president, president, the first family. Yes. They're all Gryffindors. True. And the royal family, they're all they're all Hufflepuffs. <laughs> they're literally <laughs> right. Oh, that's so true. Except for Philip. Yeah. And also, President Ellen curses way too much to be in any other house. Oh, yeah. Like, she, there's, I was trying to count how many times she cusses on the span of like two pages, and it was like so funny. Obscene. I cuss a lot, but (laughs) (laughs) President Ellen can beat me in that. Honestly. (laughs) And then Oscar Diaz. Oh, the dad? Yes. Hufflepuff. Yeah. I think. Like, I always put observant for like a Ravenclaw trait, but Hufflepuff is more. Like, uh, what was that word you said? Empathetic? Like, empaths? Yeah. You know, they can kind of... Empathy? 
yeah, they can pick up on yeah. other people's emotions like very quickly. Yeah, they're called. So empaths. I feel like he's able to do that. Mm-hmm. And also him, <laughs> Hufflepuff, opposed to Ellen, who's a Gryffindor. Right. Very like. Because I feel like that's where he'd be more of a Hufflepuff than anything, just because like she's such like a force to be reckoned with, and he's mm-hmm. just like, oh, I'm so attracted to that, and like yeah. I feel like he. If it were up to him, I think, like, he would still want to, like, be mm-hmm. together. I feel like that's why he hasn't remarried, even though the mom has. So it's, like, because yeah. I think, like, deep in his heart, he's just, like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it could work. But Aww. also he's, like, but we're not meant for each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Me. And then Raphael Luna. I don't know. I think he could be Ravenclaw. Did you put Hufflepuff? I put Slytherin. Ooh. Because he's very, like, sneaky. That's he, very true. I mean, you don't know what to make of him, but then he doesn't really show his intentions a lot of the time that's true and then he basically infiltrated the republican party from the inside and like honestly <laughs> laid everyone's shit out right you know? and he did like double agent yeah which i mean yeah i think he could He's be basically either. snape in this oh shit almost <gasps> if i like snape i don't like snape but in- <laughs> i love rafael <laughs> luna right i love He's- oscar isaac <laughs> Imagine him as a Hogwarts professor. Oh, my God. Ooh. Oh, bitch. Okay, we're about to go off on a tangent here. <laughs> I so mean, yeah, imagine I'm... Oscar Isaac is, like, anything. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I think he could be either or. I guess I, I guess he would lean a little bit more. Because he does do a little sneaky, sneaky mm-hmm. stuff. That's definitely sneaky more Slytherin. Sneaky, sneaky snake. Mm-hmm. And then Zara. Oh, Gryffindor. Oh, I put her in Slytherin. Oh, shit. Oh. But... Yeah, I almost put her in Gryffindor right. because she's very, like, she's tough as nails. Right, and she's very blunt. She's oh, very, yeah. like, I don't give a shit. This is how it is. And that, like, mm. yeah. Oh, but I wrote, uh, she's the only person that is trusted to wrangle the first family. That's true. And just adding another Gryffindor, Gryffindor to that mix would be, like, insanity. That's true. And I feel like a Slytherin could take on a whole bunch of Gryffindors. Yeah. Like a Slytherin could walk in and be like, sit down, shut up, listen to me. Yeah. So I just, I put her in Slytherin. They're very like on the cusp. Also like, I think, I think Slytherin works because she's also like very self-preservation and very like, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I mean, she keeps her whole relationship so secretive. Yeah. Yeah. She knows how to keep a secret. Hmm. Unlike a Gryffindor. (laughs) Who's just like writing these emails. Although I would say I'm pretty good at keep quiet but oh yeah she oh my god not not <laughs> alex <laughs> oh of course not la 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 <laughs> email computer no one can look on here <laughs> right dear god uh sean mm. i feel he's kind of hard to cast he doesn't really right. talk that much no he's very, very tea. super quiet i feel like he would just go into any house that zara was in honestly or, or he would have to be in hufflepuff <laughs> right because that's where henry is yeah he's a hard one he really is it's okay right <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and then uh, Philip. Squib. Squib. He's literally a muggle. <sighs> and also is the queen. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. The muggle side of the family. They yeah. were born with no powers. No powers. Don't go to Hogwarts. No, they that's get for stuck you. in England. <laughs> Imagine you fucking grow up in the UK and you don't get to go to Hogwarts. Like <laughs> It's like, no, but that's like all the actors that weren't in Harry Potter. They're all just right. kind of deeply bitter about it. <laughs> I was almost casted. Right. I didn't get to go to Hogwarts. <laughs> didn't get to go. Uh, Catherine, Mama Catherine. Mm, I Oof. put her in Hufflepuff. Right. Just she's just a very broken Hufflepuff. It's super sad. Yeah. Like her whole story because yeah. it's like I get every like the kids are like you were supposed to be your mama you were supposed to be there for us but it's like can you imagine like 
being told you're like growing up falling in love with this guy Mm -hmm. being pretty much disowned by your mother and like everyone around you and then the love of your life dying yeah leaving you with all this responsibility yeah i also pictured that her husband was gryffindor his actor right he was james fucking bond right so i feel like she kind of you know he was like the son to her exactly yeah like i'm sure he was like her everything Mm -hmm. like she was willing to like go against her royal family's wishes if henry lost alex (laughs) oof sorry (laughs) take that back right now sorry (laughs) it's okay the book ended there's no sequels oh god bless it ended they They live forever keep going if you know it's turned into a movie netflix looking at you We did it. We did it. Yay. Are you, what are you currently reading? Um, I'm on, I think last time I spoke about Heartstopper. So I'm oh, yeah. reading the second volume. It's fucking adorable. That's the one she got. Um, it's birthday. also very gay. <laughs> <laughs> Just keeping it in that circle. Yes. Adorable. Um, are you watching anything? Have you started Attack on Titan season four? No. Oh, thank God. I, I'm going to though because there's literally yeah. only like two episodes left Ooh. and last week they i think it was last week or the week before they couldn't there was um an earthquake that happened in japan oh, so shit. they weren't able to air one of the episodes so then they held they off pushed it back and they put well they aired it with the other episode oh so got two episodes one like day. a two-parter yeah oh god damn um Oof. so yeah i, I, I kind of want to like want you to tell me when you watch it and how so many episodes you watch and so i can watch the same amount of episodes okay. so that way like let's try <laughs> yes okay <laughs> so I, do that. I think tonight or tomorrow night i'm gonna try to watch because god attack on titan stresses me out so fucking much exactly and i've been trying to like calm myself down that's why i'm reading like a, an adorable <laughs> right like, like settle novel. your nerves before and then you go it's, into like, this attack shit. on titan like you know <laughs> I mean, right. I'll watch Levi Ackerman slay anybody. It's very but true. It kind of requires a lot of lot out of me. Honestly, mm-hmm. you have to be like in a mood for sure. And I know there's a huge time jump, so I'm kind of like, uh, not yeah. Mentally All of our babies kind of sprout. And I'm right. so scared to see my favorites die. Right. Because and no one's safe. It's like fucking animated Game of Thrones. No one's fucking safe on the show. Very true. Very very true. Mm-hmm. What are you watching? Oof. Um, I'm currently in between shows. I was kind of waiting. The first episode came out Friday and I haven't seen it yet, but the, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm. Winter Soldier show is out, which I've been waiting for because I absolutely love those two. Goddamn, so if they are not us. The <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wait, who would, are you the Winter Soldier? Or yes. I'm... <laughs> Falcon. On your left. Just like. It's so true, though. But also, the actors themselves are so fucking funny. I just always think of... Uh, what's his name? Sam? The... Sebastian? No, but the other guy? Oh, that's Sam. Sam Whittle? No, not Whittle. That's... Mm, sorry. I forget his last name. But Sam, I just always think of, like, that interview with Sebastian. He's like, Sebastian Sam. Like, I it's feel so like they cute. gave them that show just for the sake of their friendship. Right. You know, like, just give them a show so they'll calm the fuck down. Well, um, the TikToker that I'm madly in love with... um you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. He watched the first episode and said, like, it's really, really good. And then he likes that they're humanizing these people, like, these characters. Like, there's not just, like, flashy shooting and, like, mm-hmm. explosives happening. Like, they're yeah. humanizing and then kind of, like, bringing them forth as, like, look, they're humans, too. So I'm just sad super to see excited. Bucky's hair gone. I know, Damn. but sad to see it go, but it's fine. We'll hold a funeral I still love Smash and Stan, so. Adorable. Yeah. I'll get there. I still haven't watched WandaVision because I know that's going to absolutely wreck me because they, oh, yeah. they make me so sad. Oof. It's, okay. it's really good, but it's really like, whoa. Mind trippy. Yeah. 
because I feel like I'll watch that and then hopefully <laughs> the Winter Soldier that one is not as like heavy-handed it's more I don't think so I don't I think it's gonna so. go like I think WandaVision was very like psychological like yeah because it's about trauma it's mm-hmm. literally about like her trauma like throughout her entire life yeah. like and how like she's handling it no. but I don't know what Winter Soldier's about I haven't watched it yet so my I'm brother, excited though my brother already watched it the first episode no is it oh yeah I think they're doing an episode because okay, yeah, WandaVision 2 is the same way. There mm-hmm. was one episode every Friday, I believe. Yeah. Was WandaVision a whole hour? Was it like a half hour? It was only 30 minutes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I could probably just give me a weekend. I'll watch it all. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you'll love it. You'll binge it. If I could have, I would have. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, and then I'm currently reading. I'm almost done with Addie LaRue, Ooh. which will quite possibly be our next episode. Most likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be our next episode. Yeah. I'm excited. Oh, I'm gonna try to be sad-ass book. ridiculous as possible, and I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do the summary, and I really <laughs> want to go through the whole thing and do it chronologically, because I feel like that for my mental capacity, that'll just be easier. <laughs> we discussed before we started recording how all the stuff that we've been doing recently. There's so much fucking traveling, right? So like gathering the <laughs> shadows, you know, world traveling, right? And then there's this, this one, London, and this London, London to you, yeah, UK to oh oh yeah in london in that one too so mm-hmm. this one is london to america back and forth right and, and then Addie LaRue is just, is like just time, time jumping fuck like her past to their present it's like every Henry's other chapter Henry's present it's ridiculous like so we're in 1917 i'm gonna we're try in to go 2020 chronologically so it should be interesting because it'll be like all of her like figuring it out and then we'll talk like yeah. we'll finally hit henry henry towards the end oh, so another henry another henry Such another adorable name. henry so. heartbreaking henry why are they always yeah. so fucking sad i haven't finished it though so prepare for tears yeah i cried you'll probably get like angry sad texts from me i don't i don't cry a lot and that that bugs me cry right oof i teared up and this one red white and royal blue when um they were seeing like all the like the love for them and like Mm -hmm. when they opened the window and there was so much like positivity and so much like happy tears right Happy, happy and how trees, like and how clouds. Texas actually turned blue and like they were all pissed that like the opponent tried to come after one of them and the mm-hmm. fact that like even after everything happened Texas like still claimed him as one of them because yes. eh, it was just so cute and I was like teared up a little bit because I was like ah, acceptance especially in this political climate which is a bit better than it has been right but still yeah. we got the Cheeto out but <laughs> that's and she Cheeto. the author I I read that when she was writing it it was around the time that trump was first elected and she's yeah. like oh fuck like no one's gonna want to read this Cause it, in the but... book isn't it technically like she it, technically she gets elected instead of obama's second term mm-hmm. isn't it yeah so she would be the new president so she if it was happening in our world she would have taken trump's like yeah first one spot parallel world right if only the um, world we deserve <laughs> so the author was like oh gosh but then she released it and then people loved it because right. it was such like a a good escapism yeah. Mm. oh this is no one like no one wants to read a political book but if it's about a rom-com and it's fucking adorable and wholesome yes give it to me right yeah it was cute i did like how it was able to be like political but also like fun and Mm -hmm. lighthearted at the same time yeah good 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 job all right well (laughs) that's it so (laughs) uh keep reading and keep watching bye guys bye